Hi everyone, welcome to episode 10 of Hi, I'm Katie, the podcast. Um, I don't know, it's, it's been a week uh, and it's only Tuesday right now. <laughs> so I, um, I don't have any fun updates for you this week. So we're just gonna get uh, right into the episode tonight. I am joined by my very dear friend, Sarah. Say hi, Sarah. Hi, Katie. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me tonight. It's, a, it's great to be here. <laughs> I am going to dig around in my jar and find something. Oh, this is fun. Okay. Tonight, we're going to talk about what was your favorite song and or band when you were in high school? Oh, no. <laughs> this is going to be um, embarrassing for everyone. Yeah, you're not going to like my answer. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, we already know that we do not share musical taste, like, at all. And I'm also a few years older than you like it's only a few years but it was enough to where uh i feel too old to know what bands you're talking about <laughs> well i think i think too so yeah you got more of the early 90s stuff and yeah i kind of came in more in the later 90s but i also uh spent a long time growing up um listening to my parents music mm -hmm. like my didn't own my own like, I, the first two um, CDs that I owned that were mine, that weren't just, like, borrowed from my parents, um, they were, like, given to me for Christmas, was a Boys to Men 2 CD and TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool. That's really awesome. So, but that's, that's kind of how late I even started coming into the developing my own musical taste. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were heavily influenced up until high school by my best friend, um, Phoebe. And then we had a falling out mid-high school. And that's when I started just getting more into, into my own musical taste. Mm. She was a big Nirvana fan. Mm -hmm. um, so my favorite band in high school was Linkin Park. Wow. No, it does not surprise me um, because I've known you for a long time, um, and I can see that. And I and I think that I know other people that are in like your age group uh, and from your area that would say the same. <laughs> I honestly cannot think of a Lincoln Park song though. Like I don't. I think I'm getting, um, who was that band that was like, whoa, oh, oh, all the time? That's not Linkin Park. No, no, no. Um, Linkin Park was, uh, you would have, if, if you listened to 95.1 in Huntsville, then you would have um, probably heard them. Well, their most famous song, I think, is In the End, so they're like kind of more of a, um, like an alternative oh. rock band, but with the rapper in it. 
when you say that, I know what that, that's, that was in like every movie soundtrack ever at the time. Yeah, because it has the piano intro. Yes. No, I know that song. Okay. I know that song. I just yes. didn't know that was then. So that was, like, their most famous song. Um, like, and when I say, like, I really liked this band, like, it wasn't like there was, like, one song that's like, oh, that's my absolute favorite. Because, you know, back then, and it may be still true now, but I don't I don't get out as much. Um, you would buy a CD, and there would be maybe three songs that you liked on it. Um and I guess the same yeah. was true for tapes. Um, it was just harder to fast forward through those. Yes. But um, I like every single song so much. Like, they all just really resonated with me, especially yeah. their first album, um, which now I can't remember the name of it. It might have just been, it just might have been like Lincoln Park may have been the name of it. Yeah. I know the second one was Reanimation. That's a whole um, other question remember. is like, what album did you love like every track on um their first album yeah and then the second album the reanimation i really like because it was kind of a remix of most of their songs but it was mm. like a like an anime version of them mm-hmm. uh like and it kind of the way they redid it they, it kind of told a story mm-hmm. but then their third album came out and that was meteora and so now we're getting into my college days Meteor, like, because reanimation came out right around my first year of college, and then Meteor came out kind of mid-college, but, um, the band started going through some things, basically, the part that I really like, and I still kind of like this in music, is when you get a little bit of a mixture, like a fusion of styles, and so that alternative rock mixed with the rapper, and Mike Shinoda is an absolutely amazing rapper, he's Mm -hmm. got really smart lyrics, and he's just really good at it. Um, the band, and I'm trying to remember the singer's name. The singer was good, but um, they just wanted to go be more of a traditional alternative rock band, and they were getting a lot of pressure from their production company um, to just, like, drop the rapping part. Mm. And so when Meteora came out, they started focusing more on the singing and less on the rapping. So it was good, but it wasn't, like, great. Um, they, uh, it also became apparent by the third album that they weren't that good at making new songs. Like, they kind of had a shtick, but they kind of... That happens to a lot. Of, that of happens it. to most bands. So... Like, so it, some of my favorite bands, by the time they got to their third album, I was like, no, you guys need to just break up. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, um, that's great, but it's just like album one went through the washing machine and yeah. hung out to dry. And it's not like it's not like it's old and it's wrinkled. It's like, you know, you ironed it, but it's still, it's the same. Right. <laughs> it's it's the same. <laughs> so, it's the same, but with less Mike Shinoda. So I was like, eh. And then their fourth album came out, and, you know, Doug, um, I, my partner, he, he knew that I really liked, um, Lincoln Park, so he always bought me the album, so, and I don't even remember what the fourth one was, but when that one came out, it had no rapping, like, at that point, they kind of kicked mm. my shit out, and I was like, don't get too crap, I'm yeah. sorry, I don't really care, <laughs> um, so, but then I found later that Mike Shinoda had done some solo stuff, and so I got a hold of some of that, but that was, that was so long ago, and I have no idea where he's at, at all. 
I am going to have to um, Google all of this uh, later on because, like you said, I, I could not even name a song. I think I was um, maybe a sophomore or junior in college when that came out. And okay, so I'm so my favorite bands in high school. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sound like a um, I don't know like one of those people <laughs> like just a just like a like a hipster um, so I was in the I was in the band I played the trumpet uh, starting in eighth grade and so I was really into like uh, big band and somewhat jazz um, so I really loved uh, like music from the 40s and I also I, I also grew up listening to my parents' music. Uh, my dad is more into rock. He definitely liked, um, you know, Alice Cooper and, and Led Zeppelin and Ozzy Osbourne and things like that. And my mom liked more of the folk or kind of, you know, the, the Carpenters, um, Carly Simon kind of stuff. Um, the monkeys and the mamas and the papas and things like that. So I, I also enjoyed some of that. So I, it's like I was in high school. And yeah, I liked Bush and I liked um, No Doubt and I loved the Cranberries, still love the Cranberries uh, and the Cardigans. But I also really geeked out about like uh, Joni Mitchell um, and like Frank Sinatra. <laughs> And Tony Bennett, like that, those were the kind of albums. My first CD that people, that someone gave me that was not my parents, like you talked about that. Yours were really cool. I'm jealous because mine was um, Ace of Base, The Sign. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, so I'm not too embarrassed about that one. The other one, though, was Crash Test Dummies. Um, their first and what possibly only album because it just had like that one song <laughs> on it. I'm trying to remember. I'm familiar with them. Like I know my. Do not make me. To them, but. It's their only. They were one hit wonder. It was like that. Mm-hmm. You know, once there was this kid who got into an accident. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but okay, I hope everyone enjoyed that impression of <laughs> um, me humiliating myself uh, on the internet. I thought about singing for you earlier, and I was like, maybe not. <laughs> we're, you know, we're all family here. No one is going to be made fun of um, or rejected. I won't have it. Everyone sing. Even if someone tells you that you can't. <laughs> you just, yeah, you gotta feel the music and, you, and you're good. Yeah. Um, I will I will say that um, you have good ch- taste with Frank Sinatra. I, I'm not a trumpet fan. I don't like big band t- stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the sound kind of, like I can listen to it sometimes, but it, it kind of gives me headaches. Yeah. But, um, but like, <laughs> like a crooner, a, a crooner is a crooner. I love choir. Yeah. I, I, I took enough choir. I had so many course, crushes on boys that, you know, that could just sing. 
Yes. And like, I, oh I know God. that um, a lot of these men are problematic, especially to a modern woman's standards. Like you would not really want to date them. <laughs> but their voices are, are wonderful. And I, I really, so when I was in high school, I really thought that I would like pay for college by singing in like smoky lounges and like playing trumpet on the Tonight Show or something, you know. <laughs> you know, if I could pay for my college that way, that would be great. <laughs> that would, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people's uh, dream, I guess. But yeah, um, really surprised. I also did a lot of singing in choir. Um, not that you could tell <laughs> from that snippet earlier, but yeah. Um, so I also, yeah, you gotta have a guy that sings. And I just enjoy singing those classic songs. Like everybody's voice kind of sounds good on those songs. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. Yeah, they put them at, they, they tend to be at pitches that are amenable to most um, voice ranges. Right, right. Which is, which is really, which is kind of like, that's, that's what makes So we talked about your favorite band and like your favorite album in high school, but what was the one song that you were like, this is my jam, I'm going to just put it on repeat? Um, that's going to take a second. Because um, I want to just straight default to the Linkin Park song, and I can't remember if it actually was one of those. So there was, so I had a, a you know, we all have dark periods. I had a dark period towards mm -hmm. the end of high school. Um, and there was one song that just resonated with me so hard that one day I was in a mood and I just kind of listened to it on loop to the point that it nearly drove my sister insane. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, been there. Because <laughs> she was taking, uh, like she was in the bath next door so it shared a wall and she could hear it. And mm -hmm. after like, I think two hours. She was like, can you please stop? And a very not nice one. Oh, yeah. No, my parents definitely uh, thought about breaking my Bush CD if I played Glycerine one more time. Um, so I'm trying to think of which one that would be. And now I'm just going to straight up walk over to my CDs because I think I still have hard copies of these, even though I don't listen to actual physical CDs anymore, because who does that? Just oh, yeah. see, just look at music names, because that was, because I, I listen to Sticks, um, like some of their newer stuff around the same time, um, but that was kind of more of a way to bond with my parents, like I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like, oh man, this is my jam, I can right. listen to this forever. Yeah, I was really into Ario Speedwagon for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I think my sister's was maybe Kansas. Mm, yeah, my mom likes Kansas, yeah. I like I'm like looking now at my CDs and I'm like, ooh, Amanda Palmer, I'm like, but that was college. <laughs> that was not okay, here's a Lincoln Park, okay.
trying to see if I can find the one that I actually was listening to on Boots. Um, Runaways, my December, by myself, Cure for the Itch, no, that wasn't that one, one step closer. Oh, I was from the top to the bottom, bottom to the top to the top. Of course, I forgot in the middle. I forgot. I was forgotten. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, if I sing it for a second, I'll yeah, I have to do that, too. I yeah, think for so me, it was like, early high school would have been um, Wannabe by the Spice Girls. I listen to that, like, on repeat all the time. Uh, yeah. But then late high school was, uh, hmm... It was probably... Uh, both Sides Now by Joni Mitchell or there's this one song by Fleetwood Mac but it was like before Stevie and Lindsay joined and that's a long story. <laughs> by by, the, by later high school I was um, oh well and I really enjoyed Weezer's second album. I know it's controversial but I love Pinkerton and I think it's better than the Blue Album. Sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, you've lost me. <laughs> I've lost most people. Yeah, I listen to Pinkerton a lot. Yeah, yeah I don't know who that is. Mm. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, I'm gonna have to look that up and find out. Yeah. So yeah, your your um, assignment is to look up Weezer's Pinkerton album, and my assignment is to look up um, the first Linkin Park <laughs> album. Can you do me a favor and just record um, your head shaking as you listen to it? Because you're gonna be like, "Yep, that's yep." I don't know what I was expecting, but yep. oh, you want me to send you a video of me listening to Linkin Park later? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I can, just, I can picture your head shaking. Well, I mean, in fairness, yours will too when you listen to to mine. I mean, I can I can record myself doing that too. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say fair is fair. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, we both need to send each other reaction videos. Uh, it's not as bad as Evanescence, though. So you'll have to you'll have to give me points for it not being at least Evanescence. Is there that was college? Is there? Is there a band that we both like? I mean, we share a love of like um, 80s, <laughs> like 80s goth, new wave, kind of. You, you said you like the Cranberries, and while I can't specifically think of a Cranberry song, oh. I, I like the Cranberries. I love like when I, every Cranberries album. Like, they're so good, yeah. You used to like uh, some of the earlier Modest Mouse, right? I do not even remember a Modest Mouse song now. <laughs> Is that the one where they're like, do, 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 something? Yes, yes, that one. Hey, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, oh yeah, that's all right, already with all yes. in. I liked, on. I think I liked that song, but I, I don't think I ever listened to the album or, yeah, no. Okay, never mind then. Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. You know, we have lots of things in common, and it doesn't have to be music. You don't have to have everything in common with your friends, either. <laughs> okay. Well, 
it's I'm nice to. A lot about other types of music now right. I don't want to talk to somebody thing. that is just like me. I want to learn from my friends. I think once, uh, and I can't remember, but I, so I feel like she was kind of along the lines of Tori Amos, who I can't stand. I, I respect like Tori Amos as a, as a person. I don't like the weird, um, okay, I love Bjork, and so I know, that, but not all of Bjork is good. But some right. artists get a little too uh, avant-garde for me. Uh, and I don't like um, theatrical, so I, I can't stand like Broadway uh, and like musicals. I hate most musicals and Broadway type, uh, dramatic type singing. <laughs> so Amanda Palmer is married to I do know, I do know that. Like, that's the only thing I know about her, though. But yes, it's, it's not, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, I guess I, she's a little on the dramatic side. Yeah. She has a couple of really good songs I'll have to send you later so that you can listen, because there's one I'm actually trying to learn to play on the ukulele, because mm. it's about a ukulele. You're doing the ukulele now? What happened to the, um, the violin? Um... The violin requires putting it together and playing and, like, having to practice, and mm -hmm. I absolutely adore the violin, um, but as far as um, allowing Barbara to, who is my kid, by the way. Yeah, you have um, a, allowing, a, a, well, a toddler-ish. Allowing her to When do they not become music. a toddler anymore? I feel like a, um, like a five-year-old, I'm like, like it's a toddler. <laughs> okay, okay, so she's still a toddler, yeah. terrible I had to listen to this terrible noise <laughs> in your womb <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
so when I heard this Amanda Palmer song about the ukulele and she's talking about how so how easy it is to play it and they're not that expensive. So for my birthday this this uh, this year, right before the pandemic broke out, I was like, I'm gonna go buy a ukulele mm. because I need to do something that is easy but also just sparks joy. Yes. <laughs> you know, just makes me happy. And so I did and the ukulele is super easy to play. You know, um, I thought about getting some bongos. Yeah, uh, no, I can see where that would be good for a, a kid. Yeah, because she can, like, hold it while standing up. It's not, like, swallowing her. But if she breaks it, you know, it, I didn't buy, like, a $20 ukulele. I spent, you know, some like, money on it, so yeah. it wasn't, like, the lowest quality. But it's not, like, you know. It's not as bad as having to replace. Bow. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I didn't um, choose to learn a pandemic instrument. I went the crafting way. I picked up knitting again and embroidery. I just ordered an embroidery kit. <laughs> Look, yeah, embroidery is great. It's great too. Yeah, I, this was before we were like, oh, we're, the pandemic's coming and we should shut down. I was, we were so unaware of it. That oh yeah, no, I remember the the naivete of the. We're just going to all stay home for, like, a couple of weeks. <laughs> and then we'll right. be back to normal. Um, yeah. Uh, you didn't realize that you were going to have to, like, find something to do for four months. Right. Yeah. The really nice thing about the ukulele is even if you don't play any chords, it's, like, open strings hmm. that make a beautiful chord together. Hmm. Okay. So you can just... Maybe, maybe I should, um, I always wanted to learn guitar, but, um, you know, Jason plays guitar and he's tried to teach me and it's just, my hands just won't do it. I cannot press the strings down hard the enough. The C chord is super hard. Yeah, I don't know. All of them, like, I just can't press the strings down hard enough. And so, um, maybe I'll check out a uke, but I think I... I actually learned about plastic trumpets last year, and I, I have thought about ordering one of those. It blew my little mind. I was like, but how? But what? How? Huh? Man, plastic trumpets. Yeah, you need they're a, a thing, and they're like 100 bucks on Amazon. I mean, or less. Like, I think there's even one that's like 60 You can oh, get them for go. pretty cheap. So, yeah. But, I mean, I live in... The reason I haven't ordered it, it's on my wish list. But the reason I haven't ordered one is because, um, you know, I live in a New York apartment and my neighbors probably already hate me because of my dog. So, <laughs> figured. You just need a good mute for it. Didn't need to add a trumpet. That's, I mean, that's true. Yeah. And I could always yeah. um, just go sit in the park like everyone else does and, and entertain everyone. <laughs> I want. I need to find out if my mom still has my. Um, I used to have this old like Disney book, and you know I could play songs from like Aladdin on my trumpet. I should find out if she still has those. <laughs> like, I could go to the park down the street and and play um, a whole new world for everyone on my plastic trumpet. I'm sure they'll love it. <laughs> yes, yes. Do do it. Live your best life, Katie. I need to. Yeah. 
I and I need to. I wonder if my lips even remember how to do that. <laughs> so I will say this. Um, I know in New, in New York it's a little bit different, um, but uh, and um, but um, where I'm at in my apartment, occasionally you'll have like a middle school kid get a trombone. Mm-hmm. True story. And of course, parents don't let them practice inside because what same parent does that? Yeah. Like he would go practice that outside, and so for hours a day he mm-hmm. would pace up and down the parking lot practicing trombone and I never some some parents really really hate when their kids play musical instruments that's not what bothers me like that's not something that bothers me Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like cool you are not out doing bad things you are learning a musical instrument so that sounded perfectly fine yeah (laughs) No, so, that's, you yeah. know, you, you have to, um, they're not going to learn or enjoy learning if you keep discouraging them. You know, it's a beautiful thing to practice, and, yeah, just let him do it. Well, yeah, it's like, well, he, he could be out getting into trouble and breaking laws and stuff, but he's out, he's out playing music. That's right. cool. It, he doesn't have to be good. Nobody's good when they start. Nobody's good right. when you're, Yeah. I was never good. I never made it past like third chair. <laughs> uh, oh man, you had a good you had a good band if you had chairs. <laughs> I oh yeah, I think my high school was significantly larger than yours. Probably. Which is saying something. Which I mean, <laughs> because uh, I mean my my town population was only like. 40,000-ish. Oh, you had thousands of people in your yeah, town? Yeah, I know. I think we had, like, 200 people in my graduating class, something like that, so. Yeah, well, mine was 79. I was going to say, you, yours probably didn't even break 100, yeah. No, we had 94 at the start of the year, and then 79 of us wow. graduated. So, yeah, no, yeah. we... Right, you just didn't, um, yeah, I get, I, you know, I get it, because there's not enough people, but yeah, I think there were, right. there were like five or six trumpets, and I was always just somewhere in the middle, not the worst, never the best, and, uh, but I didn't really, I mean, I didn't really care, and I ended up dropping out my sophomore year, and became a biology lab assistant instead, <laughs> so there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was a lab assistant for like two years. Uh, I actually enjoyed biology. I so you went from a you went from a a, a band nerd to um, even worse a nerd. nerd. You kind of moved, moved up in the world. Did it's like I guess it's a move up in the nerd world. It. <laughs> possibly unmoved down in the cool world I'm not sure but I really enjoyed it um I thought my teacher was cool to hang out with she was like a 60 year old lady that you know would always wear like a t-shirt with frogs on it or something um and I remember washing frogs (laughs) you know they would come in to for the class and I would open them up and wash like the 
extra formaldehyde off and get them ready and get the oh, telescopes oh, the right and get the get the oh. telescopes ready and the worms got those ready um the oh, cats, see, i thought you were oh no i thought you were talking about live specimens that you would like look at in a terrarium no i'm cute. sorry i'm talking about sad things the cat one was the hard day oh yeah that. yeah um, yes. Was, Sorry, it, everyone. <laughs> no, I, I, in biology in high school, I got out of it because I was just too squeamish. They said instead of dissecting, I could write a report. Oh. I wrote a report. Um, like, we never got, we never progressed to the cat. We did the worm and the frog, and basically, I was the person that took notes and wrote the report, and I let, I let the, um, other people in my group that oh. were way more gung-ho about dissecting. See, I was the I was the um, the dissector because most of my other people in the group were like ew, and I was like get over it. And I was I was that girl. Am I you know am I a sociopath? I don't know. It's not that I enjoy no. dissecting them. I was just like it's it's already dead. <laughs> well, your fascination for understanding the yes overcame the. That too. I, I also uh, genuinely enjoyed, um, I took anatomy and physiology. Um, I enjoy those types of things. I, my mom went back to college when I was like 10 and she um, went for physical therapy and so she had to study a lot of anatomy books and I used to help her like make flashcards and stuff. <laughs> so ah. I was interested in like anatomy and stuff uh, from an early age. Not in a creepy way, just in a, um, a learning way. Well, I see, I enjoyed anatomy and physiology, and I enjoyed biology. I just didn't understand why we had to... Like, I understood why, like, you know, biologists needed to dissect things. I didn't understand why I needed to dissect mm. anything. <laughs> so, like, I even when I had to take it in college, and I had to dissect... Like, it was time to dissect things in college, I... I talked the graduate assistant into letting me take pictures for everybody so mm. they could use them as study aids for the final instead of actually dissecting anything. Because by then we were in groups of two, so you know, it wasn't like group of four where I could be like, yeah, you guys oh, just right. handle that. I'm just gonna hold back. It was like I kind of needed to participate, so I talked to because we had to do a wrap too, and I talked them. I talked them into letting me take pictures and then send them to the group with all the parts labeled. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Okay, we started out talking about our favorite bands, and now for some reason we're talking about dissecting animals. <laughs> and I think that that sounds about right. that's a whole different episode, and I think that's um, a signal that this one is over. <laughs> um, so thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us uh, tonight, um, and take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, you take care too, Katie. All right, bye.